Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today we are back with another guest, and that is a good friend of mine as well. Best friends from when from freshman year of high school in geometry class. That's where we met. And we led a youth group together at some point. I think when I was a senior, you were a college freshman. And he's currently or recently announced that he's a father of two kids. Baby number two coming up. June 2020. This is my great friend, my best friend, Arnell Lexima, and also married to a beautiful woman named Kate Lexima. And so we're going to be talking about fatherhood, friendship, all the above. It's going to be a great time. So hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. So we're back again with another guest. I don't know what episode this is actually going to be, but I, like I said last, if I haven't said it already, I'm back home at West Palm Beach and I took the opportunity to record podcasts with my best friends back here, Matthias, Arnell, Amy. I haven't seen them in so long and I haven't seen them since I've started this podcast. So it's, I think, an appropriate way to kind of reconvene. Have a, I thought it'd be fun to kind of come back together and record some stuff. So here we are. And you know what's interesting, your podcast has actually gained quite a bit of uh, popularity. Since? Since, as of last week, you are the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify, actually. Number one podcast in the world is The Daily by the New York Times. You're actually the number one Christian podcast in the world. Are you, are you kidding? No, that's the Joel Osteen podcast. <laughs> so messed up I'm like there's no way <laughs> no no um, number one Catholic podcast in the world really Pints with Aquinas oh my god I'm so done I quit the podcasting I quit podcasting <laughs> what what number one podcast featuring Adrian Crawley <laughs> is off the world Podcast in the world with uh, ardently in the title, living ardently. <laughs> Congrats, man! You made it on the board. Oh my god! I was, I was gonna get so hyped. Like, yes, we freaking did. Oh I was goodness. like, wow, I'm humbled. <laughs> but how? <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's so many good ones. Needless to say, that hurt <laughs> my stomach and my heart. <laughs> but, um, but that was great. That was good. Way to make an entrance. <laughs> all jokes aside, though, thank you for uh, for having me on. Dude, I'm. There's no way I was gonna pass up the opportunity to not have you on because, man, we've been through a lot. Yeah. You got a little belly now. To say the least. Yeah, I got a dad bod. Some people find it attractive. Your I wife. <laughs> I hope she's still finding attractive. Kate, leave a review. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> leave a review of how you rate your uh, husband on the podcast. Out of ten, what date again? <laughs> anyway, we're here. Um, I, I still at Matthias's room. I don't know if 
this again i don't know the order of which these will be released but it's gonna be a good time i'm really excited and uh yeah i like i said i love these guys we grew up together we went to the same high school i've known arnell actually a lot longer than i've known matthias actually just a year more um fun fact we met in geometry class like i said in the intro but because he was gonna show me how to make a really sharp paper dart yep yep and uh in typical 15 year old minds i thought i was showing him the coolest thing and now when we talk about how we first met we only laugh about it I was we were, we were losers. Yeah. But we were cool. We were the coolest losers. We were the coolest losers. <laughs> <laughs> Since uh we've known each other, Arnell has done amazing things in his life. He has currently free debt free, right? Yeah. As a family. So that's amazing. Did through the David Dave Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, Dave Ramsey program. Super exciting. I know he started this journey back in twenty 15 was yeah. it 15 yeah. or 16 i know uh, 20 well 2017 2017 okay okay yeah. it's somewhere around there but like yeah. since then has now debt free as a family yeah. owns everything that they have is owned by them yeah and they cut a lot of corners and we're going to talk a little bit about um you know <laughs> and what belongs to god belongs to god <laughs> sorry and <laughs> And so we're going to talk about um, about some of that stuff, and, and I'm sure it involves in your experience with fatherhood and through our friendship and all this stuff. It's really cool to see, to kind of grow up with each other and to see how we've, you know, grown. I mean, we've we've gone different paths, definitely. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, so it's really nice to be here together again. We just prayed prior to uh, in between recording Matthias's podcast and this podcast, and. It was just really surreal to feel that way because we've come so long, so far from where we were when we were 15, 14 years old yeah. when we first met to where we are now as 25, 26, 25, 25 and 24. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy stuff. 25 you are, right? I turn 25 next week. Yeah. Dude, that's gnarly. Yeah. Quarter life crisis. Here I come. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. I was just cruising through it. <laughs> 25, he was debt free. No, what crisis? Yeah. That feels good, huh? Uh, yeah. Accomplishment. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, great, great experience. So, Arnaud is a, like I said in the beginning, he is currently a father of two. He is, um, he announced what like yesterday the other day uh two days ago two days ago that's right yeah so i was really excited when i saw that because i had just texted you about coming on to the podcast and then the next day i see them like whoa bro (laughs) well i just wanted to add more content so it's great it's fantastic good job good timing (laughs) oh yeah yeah. (laughs) we were happy to try the Luxembourg brand, right? The legit yeah. party of four? Or legit party of four, four. yeah. Mm. So, mm-hmm. give, so give us a little backstory on that insider. Uh, well, it's uh, really just a mix of my last name, Lexima, her uh, maiden last name, Mudget, and we were trying to come up with ship names, as all young people couples do. do. And uh, yeah, we just took the Lexima and Mudget name and put it together as, a, as a legit. Legit, and it's a legit party of two was part of your hashtag for your wedding, right? Yep, that was our wedding hashtag, and uh, and then when Oliver 
uh, came around, he was legit party of three, and now it's legit party of four. Party of four. Yeah, Gender revealed yet, or no? No, 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 not yet. Yeah, okay, really. just very, very early. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, again, we're we're here talking about father because I wanted to get. We've talked about fatherhood in the spiritual sense as God as father with Joe Traver in the, earlier in this podcast as a, our first guest. That's he. That's what he talked about. <clears throat> but I wanted to talk about father. As, as a fatherhood in the sense of you as a father, you know, growing up and, you know, having having your relationship with your father and then kind of how it became, how it transformed, how you um, act as a father today, you know? Yeah. Um, so um, how's it, let me just ask you this, like, how's it feel um, to be a father? To be a father. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I, before we got married, um, before we even started dating, uh, I spent a lot of time prayerfully discerning what my vocation was. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people, uh, so many people that saw me outside the context of a relationship said, "Oh, you're going to be a priest." Yeah. And so many people <clears throat> were um, basically. I felt very pressured by that, um, by that kind of uh, idea expectation that sure. people had uh, that I had to kind of live up to it and. Um, if so many people are saying this, then it must be what you know God is calling me to be. Um, but I spent a lot of time in prayer, um, met with the, the vocations director, who was my spiritual director, and also the priest that married us. Um, and yeah, Father, and then I Father Brian, right? Father Brian, yep, Father Brian Leonard. Um, and uh, yeah, through a lot of prayer, uh, discerned uh, marriage life, um, and. Here I am now as a father, uh, like we said, a father of two. So it's um, it's amazing because I genuinely feel that I am exactly on the path that uh, that God is calling me, mm-hmm. um, and there is so much freedom when you're on that exact path that God is calling you to be on. Because uh, mm-hmm. without a doubt, I know that I am called to be married to my beautiful wife, Kate. And I know that without a doubt, God originally, by the time I was born, planned out this entire beautiful life for me and knew that when I was born, I was going to be the father of Oliver. Mm -hmm. And after Oliver, I was going to be the father of our second child on the way. And so just knowing that all of these things were so beautifully and lovingly thought out and crafted... Mm-hmm. And living in that really feels so freeing and really feels that, I mean, if the God of all creation has thought of little old me and has thought of all these things for my life, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, you know what he's, uh, what he's going to be leading me towards, uh, what's the next thing he's going to lead me towards, and, yeah. and the amazing things that I'm presently in. So it's, it is just really an amazing feeling. Being Praise involved. God. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. That's really cool, man. So, like, as as somebody who <clears throat> you didn't necessarily grow up in a per se Catholic household, right? No, no. so pretty um, much uh, Christian or Catholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just going by the holidays, sure. Yeah. So what what is the difference? How are you? What are you pulling from? Like examples of how to become a better um, raise a Catholic family, rather, you know, yeah. to be a Catholic father. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of different areas. Um, I know that when I came back to the faith um, after high school, uh, literally the summer after graduating high school, mm-hmm. um, 
the one of the most important role models in my life is uh, Tom Jordan, mm -hmm. and he has become sort of like a second father to me mm -hmm. in so many different ways, but specifically in leading me and showing me what a practicing Catholic father is like, mm -hmm. um, in the love that he has for his three girls, in the love that he uh, had for the youth group when he was, um, you know, co-leading it with Kendall at the time. Um, just seeing that love and seeing, uh, seeing the, similar to how freeing it feels for me to be a father, um, and how God has planned this out for me, seeing that freedom in how he freely expresses, you know, um, love for fellow brothers and sisters, love for, uh, you know, for, for everybody that he comes in contact with. And so just seeing that example of a father, um, I knew... At 18, when I first met him, I knew that if I was ever blessed to be a father, that I would, you know, follow basically in his footsteps and, and how he loves, uh, how he shows his love, how he's very sacrificial, how he's a hardworking mm. man. Yeah. Um, and I just, I hope that I live up to the, you know, to the ideal that, uh, to the ideals and the, uh, and the values that he's uh, really shown me. So that's yeah. probably the biggest um kind of source that I get in, in trying to be a father. When you guys first got married, did you seek to him um, for advice ever at all? Or did you just pull from kind examples of, of how he how he kind lived? Kind of, yeah. I pulled from uh, just, you know, memories of, you know, specific times when he would do something for his daughters or whatever. But I, I think probably somewhere in the mix of it all, because for those of you that don't know, we... Um, we uh, were basically on what we call the one-year plan. Uh, we started dating, and then we got <laughs> married, and by the end of that year, we also got pregnant. Um, <laughs> so, um, so it was in the rush of that all. I'm sure somewhere shortly after finding out that we were uh, that we were expecting, I'm sure I probably did go out to lunch or dinner with him or something, and yeah. um, and just talk to him about that. So, yeah, because like for me too, he was. I mean, I'm not a father, but he was. Um, Obviously, but he was definitely a father figure to me too because you know, like my dad, I love my dad. He does great things and he helps us and in, in in ways that I can never imagine. Um, but he wasn't necessarily the Catholic father. I mean, he was a priest or Catholic, you know, as well. Um, he did go to mass on certain some days where he had time and stuff like that where he wasn't working, but he was he was always working for us. Um, and putting money on the table and stuff like that, but he wasn't like an example I would look towards to be how to be a good Catholic father. Um, so as well as you, Tom was one of the first men in my <clears throat> life who I got to experience as a good example or role model in the faith um, as a father. Yeah, and um, as someone to look towards as a as a dad too, yeah. you know. And uh, he and I have gone to several like like kind of just bonding moments of going out to dinner, having a drink and just kind of talking about what is what is um our hardships and kind of kind of just having time to see each other as um not just as father and son or mentor and and whoever, you know, but yeah. But yeah, he was he was definitely a father figure to me as well and um, I will definitely be drawing to coming to him for advice when uh, the inevitable time I become a father as well. 
you know. So, uh, fatherhood obviously is not easy, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of hardships in that. And I wanted to, sh- I wanted you to share with us, if you're okay with it, what, what were the expectations, and what the, what is the reality and the hardships that you had to face that you didn't think you had to, that you already didn't see coming. So I was expecting when Oliver came out the womb that we would fist bump and run down the cafeteria, <laughs> grab a drink. Um, but from the moment that he came out of the womb, um, he uh, he actually ended up having to be uh, not really rushed like an emergency, but um, we didn't really get a lot of time in the uh, hospital room together. He actually had to... Um, spend 10 days in the NICU Um, and that was probably one of the first lessons I learned um, Mm -hmm. as a father that really you can go into fatherhood with uh, trying to have expectations trying to you know read as much as you can try to watch as much YouTube videos try to gain as much knowledge as you can but there's going to be so many curveballs thrown your way and in all of the plans that we had on, you know, on Oliver's birthday when he was born and everything, um, we never expected for him to be rushed into the NICU and stay there for 10 days. Um, so it's challenging, um, in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, one, like I was saying is you just, you can have a plan, but that plan doesn't necessarily mean it's going to pan out. Mm -hmm. Um, there's challenges in, oh my gosh, sleep. (laughs) Um, I don't think I slept a full night until he was, I want to say at least nine months, 10 months old. Um, pretty much every night that he was born, um, we would trade off on, on, uh, waking up every couple of hours to take care of him and, Um, so just getting used to an inconsistent sleep schedule, which for me was really hard because I'm the kind of person that likes to have my sleep. Yeah. Um, and if I don't have my sleep, then I don't function as well the next day. Um, so just learning to adjust to that. Um, and yeah, um, really those are two of the big things just that it doesn't go to plan, go as, go as planned. And yeah, I mean, sleep. Um, and just learning to be okay with, learning to be okay with changes, um, which is kind of leading back to that first point of that you just don't know what to expect, but, um, I mean, you can have these plans, they might not go as, as planned or whatever, um, but it's up to us if we're going to dwell on the fact that there's changes and dwell on the fact that things don't go as planned or we can choose to um you know to adapt and to see uh you know the beauty um in changes mm-hmm. um you know there's i mean even that first big thing of him being in the NICU for 10 days um which for those of you that don't know it wasn't for anything very um uh, very major he was born with a fever, and Kate had a fever at the time of birth as well, and so um, basically he had to go on, on a 10-day antibiotic uh, tract for that just to make sure that it wasn't leading into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, even in that big change of him being in the NICU, um, 
I mean, we learned to appreciate nurses so much more. I mean, yeah. there's nurses that work 24, 48-hour shifts straight. Um, there's nurses that do so much sacrificing, um, you know, for people and children that aren't even theirs. And they taught us so much. I mean, I'm actually very thankful. Um, obviously, you know, I wouldn't wish for Oliver to ever be in the NICU. Um, I obviously didn't wish that when he was born. Um, but I'm very thankful for the lessons that we learned when he was in the NICU because I don't have any younger siblings, so I didn't know how to change a diaper before yeah. Oliver. I didn't know how to feed a baby from a bottle. I didn't know, um, you know, how to calm my own son. I mean, it's, you know, you hear stories of, you know, when you're a father or when you're a mother, um, you know, first time, uh, you know, first time parents, you just, when that baby is yours, you just know what to do. I mean, if we're being real, I had no idea what I was doing. And <laughs> yeah. There were times that Oliver was crying in the NICU for like hours and I had no idea what to do. And they taught me techniques on how to calm him down, yeah. uh, different ways to hold him different um you know even lullabies to sing him i mean yeah. they they taught me so much so there's yeah um that's that's a big thing just you know finding the beauty and the changes yeah. and you know yeah going out of that praise yeah. god yeah because i mean obviously when you when you get married there's a lot of changes that happen already um but then on top of that once you become a father and a mother obviously yeah there's so many more, a next level of degree of changes that you have to welcome. Yeah. Uh, to be, a, you know, to one, be a good father. And I think that, you know, that, that, that can lead to some, you know, what is the, degre- the decrease or struggles with so, what some men have with fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Right? You, could, would you attest to that? Yeah. You know, um, like some people running away and like being afraid yeah. of fatherhood and that's why we have a lot of single mothers or single parents out there yeah yeah big time i mean yeah it's when you're a father you find out a lot of different things about yourself and you find out a lot of different things about the people around you um you know um basically it's you know being a father brings out the best and the worst in you um you know the best in wanting to strive to be a better father than you had before, even if you didn't necessarily have a quote-unquote bad father. I mean, my father was great, um, you know, in a lot of different ways, um, but, you know, it, it brings out the best in you in wanting to be a better father than the good father you had before you, and it can also bring out the bad sides of you of, you know, um, you know, being strict and harsh on certain things that you never would imagine yourself, you know, being harsh with somebody on. Um, you know, raising your voice over, you know, very silly things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it's a big life change that, you know, um, that, I mean, it's the fact that you have a child changes your life forever. And so it's really just adjusting to that change and, uh, um, yeah, just adjusting to this new way of life, um, you know, in, in ways that you never really would think to imagine. Yeah. There's a musical, um, I mean, this is about, this musical is called The Raitress. I don't know if you're familiar, I just played you a song from it, The Lucky Lucky Table. <laughs> the table, yeah. Well, that, that, in that song, it's about a pregnant mo- a woman um, who doesn't have a good relationship with her husband and 
they get pregnant and she's like I don't want to be in a relationship with him he's not going to treat us right and then she also ends up having this affair with the doctor who's seeing you know blah 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 but he treats her very well Hmm. and there's just like a lot of like turmoil there but then at the end when she finally has her baby she breaks up with the doc she tells her husband there's no we anymore and she take everything changes about her and it's a beautiful ending because like at the tent she doesn't want the baby it's not that she was going to call get an abortion but she just didn't want the baby mm-hmm. um because it would it reminded her too much of her husband mm-hmm. and at the end her mood, her entire outlook on being a mother was flipped upside down. And the song was, it's, it's called Everything Changes. And if you okay. haven't listened to it, um, you should listen to it. It's a really beautiful song. And it's, it's kind of assessing to what you say. It's mm-hmm. just like once that your child is born as a father, everything changes. Yeah. You need to start looking outwardly. I mean, you yeah. should always be looking outwardly. But you have to do that even more so yeah. once... You are a father of a child who is very dependent on who you and your wife are. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it, it's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, as as men, we should look forward to that day yeah. and not reg- and, and dread that day because it's such a beautiful experience to see that, oh, this, this person mm-hmm. really needs me. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's scary, but it's beautiful at the yeah. same time. I mean, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. And I'm sure that you've gone to a fair share of terrors of yeah of you know i mean just like that the idea of having to i mean we were the night we brought him home from the hospital we were like okay we're in charge of this human being now now what <laughs> yeah i mean do i know how to drive home how do... <laughs> um but yeah it's it's terrifying but then you know um, then he does things like he now that he's you know, over two years old, he's, he's talking more and everything like that. And he'll copy the things that we do. Like he'll say the same things that we do. He'll make a joke and then he'll say, ha funny. And then he'll laugh like really awkwardly kind of creepy. (laughs) Um, insert the clip of, of his laughter here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, I don't know where I was going with that, but fatherhood <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful thing and, and yeah. i think what you're trying to say is that you know as though as there's a lot of hardships there's a lot of beauty mm-hmm. that you see as they continue to grow up and like the development of that child to become gain his own personality and to kind of become his own uh person i mean obviously influenced by who you and your wife are yeah um but it's such a cool thing to see, just the development. And the, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is um, yeah, he copies us in ways that we just don't even realize. Because mm-hmm. when we started dating, we um, uh, we tried to incorporate, um, and now we just do it without thinking about it. But um, we tried to incorporate whenever we um, you know do something that offends the other person or uh, hurts the other person's feelings or whatever. Um, instead of just saying sorry and then it's okay or don't worry about it or whatever, I mean, we don't do it perfectly all the time, but we literally say the words, I forgive you. Yeah. Um, and Oliver, genuinely, you can you can see him when he does something wrong. He doesn't do it right all the time, but he'll come and give us a hug. He'll say sorry. And uh, if I do something wrong to him, 
sometimes just without me even asking, he'll just say, I forgive you. <laughs> in, you know, two-year-old speak, so it's not like, you know, very clear words. But um, but you can see the heart in just such this small person, yeah. and he, um, you know, babies really are a sponge. Yeah. And whatever example that you lead in the household, they will take into account, mm. you know, in their yeah. lives. So it's, it's beautiful to see that. Um, he, you know... Over a year ago, he started doing the sign of the cross on his own. Yeah. He, he stops oh. up the Father. He doesn't know how to do the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But um, <laughs> but you can see him, uh, you know, just picking up all these examples. And that's not to say that we're perfect people yeah. by any means. But, um, but the fact that we try to incorporate these things in our everyday lives and the fact that we uh, try to consciously do these things in our everyday lives, that those are the things that he picks up. So... Yeah, um, he does pick up some of our bad habits, but sure. Uh, wait, let's just talk about the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, exactly that is when you're a father, you have such an influence on your children, and so that's why. I mean, we talked about it when I was with with Joe. Is that a lot of kids and their troubles with their behavioral and you know like the way that they act and how they are and like the why there's so many broken families out there is because of the relationships of their father or lack thereof rather you know if they didn't have a good family or a good family home to go to it was you know you go to school you have a bad day you go home and it's even worse it's gonna affect you Mm -hmm. you know and so, I mean, obviously your son's not in school yet, and he's always he's going to be at home for a while until he goes to school again. Yeah. Um, but everything that they you guys do literally affects how your child is turns out. Yeah. I mean, most most of the time, obviously they have their freedom once they have the um, the uh, like age seven. I think is the mind of uh, uh, what is the word the age of reason the right age of reason Mm -hmm. so they are able to make their own decisions and stuff like that and so once they once they get to a certain age that your influence will show Mm -hmm. you know and so getting them to understand the importance of what your faith is of who christ is is a huge task as a christian father as someone who wants to raise a family in the church as a catholic as if you're just a christian listening to this that's great too like yeah you have such an like in, such an influence such a like important influence that yeah. you have to carry on with like confidence and yes you're not gonna know I mean Arnell will attest you don't know anything everything all the time mm-hmm. um, but through prayer and underst- uh, prayer and going to the father and getting advice from your community or your friends of other fathers yeah it's so important yeah and I mean that's why we try to influence him. I mean, if you come into our house at any time, I mean, we're playing Gregorian chant. Um, you know, we're praying the rosary. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're perfect people. Um, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't know with it anymore. <laughs> but, um, but no, we, we generally try to influence him um, by just incorporating things, like I said, you know, just in our daily, uh, yeah. uh, day-to-day actions. Like, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we, we do the same prayer before meals that everybody knows, yeah. um, but we do that before every meal. Um, you know, we pray before nap time, uh, bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to do things as naturally as we can because we know that personally ourselves, 
where more of kind of natural prayers to where um, like we you know we don't really set aside a specific time to pray or um, uh, I mean I can't even tell you the last time I attended a holy hour or mm. you know um, and, and that's not to say that those things are bad or you know by any mean um, but that's just to say that um, just we we know how we know ourselves we know how we can do things consistently um, and so we try to incorporate kind of the same thing with him I mean we yeah. you know if we pray the most when it's natural prayer you know just yeah. sitting on the couch or right before nap time or whatever yeah um, then he'll see that more he'll see that on a more consistent basis so yeah. we yeah we try to incorporate that as, as much as we can that's great man that's so great and as a father I mean I know that mothers have this um, unique opportunity to have like these uh, mothers like clubs and stuff like that where yeah. they have communities of mothers that get together and stuff like that yeah there's nothing for dads yeah is there is there not no no there's <laughs> really nothing um, and if there is something for dads uh, a lot of times it's secular and a lot of times it's in what way secular in the sense that like it just has no uh, no uh, transition into faith you know no mm-hmm. discussing of the faith it's just mm-hmm. like a dad's group on Facebook or something or gotcha. like just dads getting together for drinks or you know something but Get away it's, from my family and yeah, talk, yeah like like your family is a burden so you need to separate yourself from them or be around you need to get all the frustration you have on your uh, on your chest about your wife you know just get it all off your chest that SMH. sort of thing so yeah that's sad there yeah. should be yeah a community of men yeah. who are fathers who you can go to um and i guess that's where it's where you just have to start with your friends and peers that you do have or the yeah. finding mentors like that we have in tom to kind of go to and um get this advice and get this you know like yeah. get tips from it i mean chat as well mm-hmm. um all these things that we that we as I mean, you as a father will have to face that they have already mm-hmm. or probably will face before you yeah um providing that they have older children than you and kate do yeah, yeah. um chad and christina and yeah. tom and, and bridget so yeah having that i think is so important and if you don't have i mean if you have a community of fathers that is out there trying to help each other in a in a Christian way and not just going together coming together to be oh I da, 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 you know like grunting and moping about how their life is so hard yeah. if you have something like that that's beautiful and, and, and fruitful then embrace that go to that run yeah. to that foster that friendship and foster that community into something even better Absolutely. and try to give advice to those who don't like maybe who don't and maybe start a community that goes out there is like um Something like blessed as she is, you know, mm-hmm. but for for fathers, I don't know if there's if that's ever possible. I mean, I'm yeah. sure, sure, men. Uh, I think the tendency is, uh, I think the uh, the statistics show that men are less on social media than women are, but doesn't mean that we can't start something like that for those fathers who are out there. Yeah. So, if you have an opportunity to do that, then do that. But if you don't, if you have if you have one or two mentors, like. Um, people that you know that are close, that are Catholic, that are, are fathers, yeah. run to them, go to them, and seek their advice, seek their help, because it's so important. Yeah, because it's easy to fall into 
the cycle of just working Monday through Friday or, you know, whenever your work schedule is, coming home, doing family stuff for a couple hours, going to sleep, and then repeat, Mm -hmm. and then church on Sunday, you know, it's easy to just fall into that cycle and not, uh, you know, get into community, not, um, not grow in your personal development, not grow in your spiritual life, not grow in, um, whatever hobbies that you have. I mean, it's, yeah, it's very easy to just fall into the cycle of just, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. We talked about a little bit with, uh, the podcast, with Matthias and I'm sure we'll talk about that with Amy is that you know you have to schedule these kind of things you have to figure out what is good to make time for Mm -hmm. and you as a father as a son a beloved son you need to foster that identity um, whether that's through community or something some kind of um, list of things I have a my my wallpaper on my phone actually I have a to-be list Mm mm-hmm my to-be list is uh, from the Culture Project. They shared this. It's really cool. To be a beloved son for every day, I have to be a, a beloved son, mm-hmm. a true brother, a loving friend, and fully alive. Mm-hmm. If in any time, at any point of your life, you don't feel as if you're any of those, reconvene. <laughs> go to yeah. I mean, go to prayer. Obviously, you should be praying every day, but if you don't have, if you're not praying for these things in particular, add that to your list. To be yeah. a beloved son, to be a true brother, to be a loving friend and to be fully alive. And if yeah. you feel there's a lack in some of these things as not just as a father but as a Christian man. Yeah. There needs to be you need to pray, you need to go to somebody. You need to, you know, there's there's so much power in community and that's why I tell that to mm-hmm. I, I I preach that so much on this podcast about the community and the aspect of how important it is to find one mm-hmm. that is fruitful for your spiritual enrichment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Especially, especially with fathers, like you said, it's just lacking. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, praying for all you fathers that are out there and that you guys will find one. Um, yeah, absolutely, we need it. Yeah. Last thing, um, or no, maybe not last thing. One of the last things I wanted to mention is, or ask you is, what is one of the favorite things uh, that has come out of being a father for you? That's a good one. Um, I don't know if I have a real favorite. Um, I mean, I love how joyful I am being a father, Mm -hmm. doing dad things. I mean, it's really joyful to make dad jokes (laughs) and be a dad. (laughs) (laughs) Or the dad t-shirts. Yeah. Um, But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know if there's really a favorite thing. I mean, it's... it's What are your few favorite things that... I mean, it's fun to have this mini me that i mean literally (laughs) looks like a carbon copy of me um lighter skin yeah um it's fun to have this you know just this little human that you know you can take to the park you can take to the store and it's it's a completely different experience than if you were to just go do something by yourself Mm -hmm. i mean you know there's it's never picture perfect it's never you know oh we went to the store we did all these great things and he was perfect the whole time and Mm -hmm. you know you have to chase after him in the store you have to keep him from grabbing everything off the shelves i mean it's um he keeps you active but that's part of the good thing Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah and and i mean probably one of my other favorite things is learning how to sing i mean 
Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. sung probably every Disney classic song <laughs> in the last month. I mean, he's so really good. taken to The Lion King and Frozen, mm-hmm. and I could probably sing every song out of both of those movies um, and Aladdin. Um, but That's yeah, the one, Aladdin, <laughs> my guy. And uh, yeah, so it's yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of good things with being a father. Praise God, man. Yeah. Favorite memory as a father so far. That wasn't in the study packet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm probably going to go with the most generic answer that probably any father would say, but when he... When he... It has to be either one of his firsts. When he... Like, the first word he said, which, of course, was mama. Um, (laughs) Wow, really? Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was... Usually they're data, isn't it? Yeah, that's yes, that's the easier word. But... <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of stung a little bit that day. Um, but yeah, it would have to be one of his firsts. When he, um, either first, when he did his first word, or um, when he first uh, did it, you know, had his first smile, his first laugh. Oh my gosh. That, that's probably oh, it, the first yeah, laugh. First laugh. Oh. He was on his, uh, his jolly jumpers, like a... Kind of like a trampoline, yeah. kind of, but there's no Bunkies. trampoline you're jumping on. It's like a harness and yeah, bungee yeah. type thing. And he just had so much fun with it. And Aww. like Kate was crying, I was I was tearing up a little bit. Is the most beautiful sound just hearing that laugh. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was, it was really heartwarming. Very Scott. Yeah. And last thing. Now I got my last thing. Yeah. How many pictures of Oliver do you have on your phone? <laughs> Honestly, none saved to my phone. Oh, because the Google phone. Yeah, yeah. So I have them all. Uh, I have them all backed up, and then I just delete them all. But um, you know what? That's that's probably a good question. Um, do you do you guys do screen time for him? Like, does he get to use an iPad? That's another question I have. No. Well, he gets one in the car just to watch. Um, is it an iPad or is it like one of those kid thingies? Uh, Kindle Fire. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like with a green like border holder thing. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah with a screen protector and all that. Um, I can tell you that we have three albums that are just about maxed out on Google Photos, <laughs> and this is just Oliver Michael Lexima. This is not even. Play dates or family photos oh or whatever, and I think each album—I have no idea how many it holds—but it's probably over a thousand photos in each album. So we're talking over three thousand photos. That's amazing. Easily. That's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say it's like there's think three things that change when you um, when you get uh, when you become a father. Mm-hmm. It's your bank account. <laughs> Yep, your budget. Oh, your bank account, your time, uh-huh. and your camera roll. Yep, <laughs> that's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, great man. Yeah. Uh, so wait, I I thought about that a little bit more. Um, you said no screen time besides on the tra- traveling. Yes. Yeah. Do you see that he misses it at all when he doesn't get it in the car? Or? Uh, no. No, I mean, he, he might ask for a show um, mm-hmm. every now and then, but I mean, if like the tablet's dead or if it's a short ride and we just don't want to get it out, set it up and everything, mm-hmm. um, we'll just say no, you know, you can't watch it for an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's pretty good about that's it. That's good, that's good. Yeah. Because like, that's a thing that I feel like a lot of 
parents ask, like, do you give them a screen? Do you not? Yeah. Like, you know, because uh, it does have addictive qualities to oh, yeah. being on a screen. So, yeah. And I think the downside is that a lot of parents will, um, uh, a lot of parents, and not to say that they're bad parents or that they're, you know, doing something bad intentionally, but just a lot of parents, you know, think to give a tablet to a kid just to, you know, have them they do. Yeah, just to have them do something quiet and so that the parents can have some time to themselves and yeah. so that's that's where that addictive yeah, you know, mentality sets in. Yeah. Yeah. Any last words of advice for those young fathers who are or soon to be fathers or fathers to be? Um I mean young fathers hang in there. Um it gets easier. Uh even if you think it's good now, it does get easier. Um and especially if you are having a tough time, it does get easier. Uh, continue to pray. Continue to look to. Continue to look to God um, as our Father to be an example. Um, and for soon-to-be fathers, it's honestly not as bad as you might think. Um, it's I know that it's the unknown, um, and that's what you have to tell yourself going into it. You. You know, like I was saying earlier, you can try to plan as much as you can. You can try to prepare yourself as much as you can, but it's an entirely new human being. And you know how unpredictable you are as a person. Just imagine, you know, a young person that can't even speak yet mm -hmm. um, and how unpredictable they are. So, um, you know, just soon to be fathers, just, uh, you know, um, take notes. Uh, but at the same time, just prepare to... Just prepare to be amazed by this little human <laughs> and be thankful and gracious for their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and find the community. Um, yes, yeah. that's your thing. I'm I'm definitely gonna be going to you whenever <laughs> I become a father. I'm like, hey, yeah, I don't know what to do with this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Homeboy won't sleep. I haven't slept in weeks. Look at these bags. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling anything. I'm kidding. I'm kind of numb. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I thank yeah. you, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your thank knowledge, you your wisdom, me. your yeah. your experience with us. And yeah. it's an honor to be able to do something like this with you because, I mean, like I said, we've we've gone so far, and yeah. it's been such a beautiful journey in our in our lives. Even though it has it has parted ways a little bit, and yeah. it's always good to be able to just come home and um, whenever whenever. I mean, you're you're even out of the like an hour out. Or something like that. Yeah, forty five minutes. Forty five minutes yeah. out, so it's not even like you're you're common here yeah. anymore. So it's like it's good to see that we can come together and just have that community still yeah. super strong. Absolutely. And, and I feel like it never a day just passed by. Yeah. yeah the only thing you would be able to tell is just because of our conversation. It's like, oh, we're done. Yeah, just things. the content of yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. When we were praying earlier, that's like, it felt like it was just like it always yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, right. that was it was yeah nothing changed there. So I, I teared up a little bit. I wasn't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, me too. Yeah, beautiful things, beautiful stuff. Thank you again. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow Arnell, he does and see his and he and his wife have an Instagram. Yep. where you can see their little baby Oliver. Yep. Yeah. At Risen by Grace. Risen by Grace for me um, on uh, on Instagram, uh, and then for Kate uh, K Mudge K M U D G E. They will be in the description below, and <laughs> I'll put it on the I'll put it in the in the content of the, uh, the the summary of the podcast. So follow them. Really cute, really beautiful baby, really beautiful family. Can't wait for baby number two. Yep, it's gonna be super fun. Can't wait. And yeah. you do you guys do gender reveal parties? Cause... 
Yeah, we're probably going to do one, yeah. Okay. Um, I hate them. <laughs> well, not, not a party, but, uh, yeah. yeah, but probably some gender reveal post on Instagram, yeah, yeah. Or, Instagram or whatever. The, that, the one that you guys did with the, with with the Aubrey, pumpkin, yeah. 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 Well, the pumpkin, just oh, the, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. you just did. Yeah. I saw it, so I kept, like, passing by because I was just trying to go on social media, and I was like, why is this keep coming up? Oh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, another post by Renella yeah. Kane. Let's just scroll past. <laughs> well, I didn't see that it was by you guys. I just saw yeah. pumpkins. I was like, oh, another fall advertisement. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> then I went back, and I saw that it was it was um, baby yeah. number three. Uh, two. Baby number two, yeah. 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 Three? <laughs> hey, who knows? You might have triplets, see? Whoa. You know... <laughs> Don't our nose, our, our nose face <laughs> just got so worried. Yep, yep. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, brother. I really yeah. appreciate it. Um, you. If you want to follow him, like I said, there's his social media will be below. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow us at it um, as a podcast at Living Artly, or you can follow me at my personal account at It's Only Adrian. If you want any, if you want to send us any feedback, you can send it through our direct messages there. If you, want, if you have any, like, if you want to find advice as a father, as a mother, go see Arnell and Kate. They're I'm sure they'll be more than willing to answer any questions that you might have as fa- uh, potential fathers or future fathers or mothers or whatever you are. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And if you want to send any feedback, any comments, any suggestions about future podcasts you'd like to hear, um, you can send that to all uh, on our direct messages at my um, our my accounts, or you can send them to our email at livingardently@outlook.com. Those are all welcome. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave your um, please 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 leave a rating if you have time. Please leave a review. Again, they help me um, get traction and hopefully one day become one of the <laughs> number one in <laughs> the world. <laughs> Hey, if we can at least get him to be the number one with Adrian Garaldi featured, that would be great. It would be a step up. Because <laughs> Off the World is out there. If you don't know about Off the World, I have another comedy podcast that I do with my friend Tanya, my best friend back in, in, in Lakeland. So we just go on there, we speak for about an hour, and just kind of do a bunch of shenanigans, play some games, suggest some music. It's really fun. It's just a, if you want a lighthearted comedy, easy to listen to. Yeah. Um, podcast go listen to that it's really great yeah. we just hit our 10th episode on that ep- on on that yeah by the time this release it might be like 12 or 13 but yeah. still really good go listen to it it's really fun yeah yeah i think that's all i got yep thanks for having me thanks for coming bro i really appreciate it like for real like yeah. i have to pee so. far 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 <laughs> he listens to <laughs> off the road <laughs> yep. yes i do i'm an avid fan <laughs> so yeah okay thanks for again for listening I hope this helps you in some way, shape, or form. If it doesn't, like I say always, sorry, just doing my best. (laughs) And until next time, keep living ardently. Take care.